Hey guys, I hope you're enjoying the podcast. Quick thing as always, um, in case you haven't heard, um, we announced our new product called A-Feed a few days ago. Um, and I really invite you to check out our website. That is id1.de slash A-Feed, A-F-E-E-D. And, and this is going to be a remarkable product. Um, combining so many things I've, I've been talking about for, for weeks and months and years, um, content at scale, feed-based visualization of KPIs and information, contextual communication, and, and, and so much more. The product is, is not ready yet. It's going to be launched in, in August. The first version is going to be launched in August. But you can you can join us on our road um, to, to finalizing this, this product. So head over to the website, id1.de slash afeed. Uh, I would really invite you and would love you to, to check this out. But now um, to the podcast. Hey guys, welcome back to the ID1 audio experience, uh, last episode of the week. Hope you had a successful week and an amazing week um, and you're ready for the weekend. And I thought for the last episode of this week, I, I really want to focus on a topic that is probably one of the most important for many airlines right now, at least is what what I get told, and this is something we are also observing when, when looking at our blog post, this is a topic of reducing costs, streamlining process, reducing costs. Um, and yeah, I think this this is not, not surprising, actually. I, I think every airline is, is currently looking for possibilities, possibilities to reduce costs. Um, and this, of course, is... is influenced by um, by COVID-19 since this this pandemic situation I'd say like like no other crisis before it really forces airlines to to rethink their their entire business models and most of the airlines I've been talking to in in the last couple of weeks and months they forecast a quite a bumpy and, and lengthy road until passenger numbers reach a pre-COVID or reach pre-COVID figures again. Of course, the, the, the predictions, they, they vary, no, no doubt about it. Some airlines calculate with three years, some with five years. Regardless, if we are talking about three, four, five years, it is, from my point of view, it is totally evident that airlines are facing a, a very challenging future, unfortunately. But this is how the reality looks like. Now, since airlines have, on the one side, quite a limited influence now to to stimulate the passenger demand in such a situation and um, there are so many factors that are um, playing a, a vital role in, in in that context so it's not only about airlines to to um, stimulate that demand most of the airlines as, as mentioned um, initially they are now focusing and, and as I said this is not surprising they are focusing on, on cost reduction this is really number one priority and if you are following the news um, you, you can read um, every day about um, measures, about cost-saving programs um, airlines are, are initiating. First and foremost, I think airlines primarily focus um, on cost reduction measures like reducing staff, stepping back from, from aircraft orders, um, 
provider streamlining and, and things like and things like that. Um, however, I think it, it is it is quite obvious that COVID nineteen is is also going to impact the the operational process of an airline massively. I'll give you a few examples what what I what I have in mind. Turnaround process. Turnaround process will be much more complex in the future. Um, they will take longer due to extended cleaning process. They will be more complex. Boarding, deboarding process will take longer due to the social um, distan uh, dis distancing requirements and things like that. Um, there will be probably some ad hoc travel regulations that, that add um, additional complexity to an airline's operation. Um, airline probably requires more buses to bring um, passengers safely to the aircraft or from the aircraft to the terminal. Um, we're still discussing, or you can, can follow that in, in the news, the discussion about the middle seat regulation that will potentially add even more complexity to an airline operation. So there, there are so many facts um, that, is, that is really increasing the operational complexity or the complexity of operational process. And to, to make a long story short, Operational process, airlines operational process in a post-COVID time are likely, very likely, to be much more complicated than previously. And now here, here comes the problem that is that is or here's here's the problem that is um that comes with that situation. At the same time, at the same time as process are getting more complex, more time intensive, airlines are forced to streamline operations and to cut costs. And I think you get the point, airlines very quickly find themselves in a, in a catch-22 situation. They have to reduce costs on the one hand side, but they have to do it in an environment with a growing complexity. And, and undoubtedly, this, this reflects a so significant challenge for every airline. And honestly, you don't have to be Nostradamus to, to forecast that not every airline tackles this challenge or is going to tackle this, this challenge successfully. Um, now, I'm, as always, I'm talking about KPIs. KPIs are, are my playground. And... I would like to, to, to give you some input or tell you uh, how KPIs can help you in that situation. How KPIs help airlines to reduce costs. Um, I'm, I'm actually not an airline operations expert. Accordingly, I, I can't provide operational tips and tricks how to streamline process, how to reduce costs. Unfortunately, I think I could could make a lot of money if I were able to do that. However, I, I have the, the firm conviction that only airlines, and really this is an important part right now, only airlines that rely on comprehensive operational KPIs can successfully handle this current situation. And what I'm going to do now, I, I will give you six reasons Six very practical reasons why it's only possible for airlines to reduce costs when relying on KPIs. So let's rock and roll. Let's get it started. You know, I love lists. Reason number one, um, 
it has been said so often, if you can't measure it, you can't improve it. I'm, I'm pretty sure you heard that, that saying before. It was Peter Drucker, a, a um, how to call him, a management guru. And, and he once said this. And actually, he's so damn right with it. How do you know whether or not you're successful unless success is defined in the first step and tracked in the second step? And accordingly, every improvement, every improvement measure, every activity to reduce costs needs KPIs. Otherwise, you are simply relying on gut feelings. And, and believe me, the current situation is far too severe to act just on beliefs. But let's get it even more practical. Reason number two, KPIs help to identify weaknesses. I think although some actions to streamline and reduce costs might be super evident right at the beginning, airlines won't have a catalog of, I don't know, 100 measures right at the beginning. They just don't know where to start. They just don't know where to improve because they don't know the weaknesses. That means they will have to identify weaknesses first. And what's the perfect tool to identify weaknesses? You're right. It's KPIs. KPIs rationalize feelings. And I, I really love that sentence. KPIs rationalize feelings. They provide hard facts, figures, numbers. And we all know numbers don't lie. The, accordingly, airlines have to use KPIs in order to identify the areas that need optimization, that need improvement that need enhancement and simultaneously they have to identify areas of process that show weaknesses reason number three actually a reason i love it motivates kpis motivates by showing or motivate by showing results i personally consider kpis as such a vital instrument and i really have to say that a vital instrument to motivate employees. And this is, this is actually a fact many airlines completely entirely underrate. I'll give you an example what, 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 I, what I mean with that. Let's say you identified a specific process you want to improve. And subsequently, I'm pretty sure you, you, you set up the, the necessary actions and hopefully the necessary KPIs to measure that success or at least the progress. And let's, let's say, or let's assume your, your entire operational staff is involved in that, in that optimization improvement program. Now the following, imagine after two weeks, you started that program and after two weeks, you and the entire operational team that contributes to that program can see how the KPIs are improving. Every day, every day a little bit more, they're improving, they are improving. The KPIs, literally, they, they show that you are on the right track. They, they show that the effort you and the entire team is putting into that program, it is really paying off. So from, from my point of view, a super essential aspect of KPIs that, that will lead to, to even more dedication to motivation of the entire team. And, and please, please don't underestimate that. This is so super, super essential and important. Reason number four, it gives context and thereby it creates awareness for cost savings. 
and, and this is pretty much similar to the latter. KPIs have a advantage that is, besides the, the last one I've just mentioned, that is also very underrated. KPIs can help, as I, as I mentioned, to rationalize situations and it's even more important to provide context to your staff, to airline employees. And let, let me give you again a, a, a practical example to, to, to make you understand what I'm talking about. Every airline is, is aware of the fact that a weak on-time performance leads to increased costs. This is, this is obvious. Everyone knows that. Everybody at your airline knows that the weaker your on-time performance is, the more costs are related to it. Costs can be related to compensation payments, necessary rebookings, to meal vouchers, hotel vouchers, and on and on and on. And, and that's exactly, of course, why, why airlines are paying attention to the on-time performance. Every airline is paying attention to the on-time performance. Now, here's, here's the punchline. For, for the majority of, your, of, the, of the airline employees, or of the employees of an airline, on-time performance is, is just a number. They, they, they are not aware, and they, they, it is not their fault, they are not aware of the costs behind it. They don't know how many costs are related to a on-time performance that is 87.5% or 83.4%. They don't know it. How should they? Now, imagine a KPI that is not showing the on-time performance, but a financial, easy-to-understand figure. A monetary value, basically, that, that calculates the costs related to today's on-time performance. And imagine, as a result, you don't show 87.5 OTP, but you show to each of your employees $138,475 additional costs due to a weak on-time performance. I think you recognize the difference, right? This bold number, $138,475. This number creates real awareness. This is something different than 87.5 on-time performance. And, and this, again, it, it will inevitably lead to the fact that, that the airline staff is, is aware and is motivated and is trying to reduce that number because we don't want to lose that amount of money every day, period. Reason number five, focus on the important. Uh, I, I think the, 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 current, the current situation is, is, how to call it, it's a disaster for every airline. So let's 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 be frank. It's a disaster for every airline, and actually a a situation none of the airlines has ever faced before. And it, from 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 my perspective, again, there's a, a a huge risk contained in in such a situation. And that's a risk. How to call it? It's probably it's called the more the better. And, and what does it mean? Actually, this is this is something we all know from our private life. As soon as we are trying to do dozens of things simultaneously, the risk of completing none of the tasks, it is quite high. You, you know what I'm talking about. The same accounts for airlines in that situation right now. Probably it isn't necessary to initiate 20 different cost-saving measures. Perhaps the actions even contradict each other. And in that context, 
KPIs are again a extremely essential instrument to focus on what's important. So how you do that? First of all, you identify the areas you want or you have to improve. In a second step, define the KPIs that tracks the improvement. In a fourth, uh, in a third, sorry, <laughs> third step, you set up activities, actions, measures that lead to an improvement of the KPIs. And subsequently, if you are if you have a measure that doesn't improve the respective KPIs, you put them on hold because they won't lead to an improvement of the KPI, they won't help you to achieve the desired improvement, that won't help you to achieve the desired goal. Simple as that. And finally, um, very quick at the end, very quickly at the end, reason number, um, number six, KPIs help to make the right decisions. And we, we can keep that quite short, although it's very important. In line with the letter, KPIs really, they, they help you to make the right decisions. Never forget that. Forget that. I, I always think of KPIs like a, a framework that provides orientation for each decision. You always have options. Always. And you should assess each option according to your most relevant KPIs. Is an option positively or negatively impacting a KPI? And take that assessment for a decision. What do you think? <laughs> Always happy to get your feedback. Um, how do you use KPIs right now in that uh, situation? Do KPIs help you right now? Um, what are the KPIs you're, you're focusing on? I'd love to get your feedback. Hit me up on Twitter, Ben underscore underscore ID1 or send me an email, benjamin.office at ID1.de, Facebook, LinkedIn. You know where to find me. I'm always happy to, to start a discussion. Um, but for now, have an amazing weekend. Um, enjoy your weekend. Enjoy the, the weekend with your family. And I'm super happy and would love to welcome you back um, next week, Monday, with our next episode of the ID1 Out Experience. Till then, um, have a great time. Cheers and bye-bye. Hey guys, podcast is over. Thanks very much for listening. Um, but before you leave, um, you could do me one last favor. Uh, it really means the world to me and to the whole team if you could follow us on, on YouTube. We are putting out so much video content at the moment, a daily video show called uh, Ben Talks. We've got a weekly session um, called Ask Ben, behind the scenes material, really limitless video material about airlines, KPIs, innovations, our thoughts, our products, and so much more. So um, really means the world to me. Head over to YouTube, search for information design one, the word one, not the number one. And then you will find our channel. Uh, make sure to follow it and enjoy our video content. Have a great day. Cheers and bye-bye.